What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Vintage 75 Podcast. I am your host, Ron Lang, and we are here to discuss the challenges facing small business and current trends in B2B and B2C sales. Welcome back, and thanks for joining me. Tonight's topic is focused around the automotive aftermarket industry and the challenges they are currently facing. The recent announcement from Stainless Works Exhaust Company regarding the manufacturing of tubular headers for certain vehicles sparked some frustration with me. It's the start of a ball rolling, a ball that will wipe out aftermarket companies at a pace that would be absolutely staggering. I posted the official letter from Stainless Works on the Vintage 75 page. Go read it if you haven't. The EPA and other groups pride themselves on targeting companies and hitting them with large fines. There have been a number of companies that the EPA has pursued enforcement action against over the last year. Diesel Performance Incorporated was ordered to pay a civil penalty of $1.1 million in September. California-based Magnifol was ordered to pay $612,000 in penalties in March. Nevada-based JMO also ordered to pay a $10,000 penalty. In addition, the EPA secured settlements against a number of companies that sold parts for gasoline engines over the, over the last years. Among them, the Nevada-based Flowmaster, very popular exhaust company, which, which had to pay $270,000 in penalties in March. OBX Racing had to pay a fine of $25,000, and the list continues. And let's not forget about the Diesel Brothers. They were fined $850,000. With all of the COVID craziness businesses are facing, such as shutting down, slow sales, etc., this is the opportune time for attacks. Filing lawsuits, hitting companies with massive fines, is the key focus of these groups. What better time to strike but when your enemy is weak? The RPM Act has bounced around for years, and the SEMA Group has done a great job holding off the hounds and protecting the automotive aftermarket companies. If you haven't done your homework on this, get reading. I'll post a link from the Union of the Concerned Scientists webpage. Go read the article and see what the mindset and the goal of these groups are. It's pretty shocking. My struggle with this is twofold. I don't like to see North American manufacturers, and when I say North American manufacturers, I mean Canadian and US companies. I don't like seeing them be shut down after all the hard work they've put forth to make their companies successful. On the other side, all of the electric car cheerleaders will not even discuss the extreme amount of damage that's caused to the environment during the manufacturing of all these batteries that are required to power all these electric vehicles. If you haven't spent a few minutes looking into what it takes to make these batteries, I'll say it again, get reading. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a car guy, plain and simple. I've been working on cars, dirt bikes, ATVs, bicycles, etc. since I was five. Fast forward 40 years, and here I am, still a car guy. I think about cars, I work on cars, I read about cars, I make YouTube videos about cars, and my newsfeed full of cars. You get my point. I'm not saying we need gas guzzling vehicles for everyday use, nor do I understand the diesel crowd and the rolling of coal from every stoplight, but there needs to be a proper balance. At the end of this rant, I want to leave you with this. Be aware of what's going on in the industry and do a little reading to inform yourself of what's being proposed by outside forces, such as the EPA. Whenever you can, support local and North American businesses. 
and share your great experiences with others. There's way too much negativity these days, and I'm sure any business would appreciate even a hint of positive feedback. Well, that's the end of this podcast, short but sweet. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I look forward to putting together more podcasts in the near future. Be safe, be kind, and enjoy.